Okay, so we're going to wrap up the next Lashon of Tefillah as we conclude the week. And this is the Lashon of Tefillah called Pegiah. Relentlessly davening to Hashem. And yesterday, Roshim Shepinkas actually taught us how to just daven. And he taught us the mindset that every tefillah that we have, whether it's via this form of pigi or whether just it's in general, you don't daven for that shidduch, for that job, for that health, but rather you always daven with the eitzah that Roshim Shem has taught us, in Hashem I really, really want this, and I, in my feeble mind, thinks this is the way it must be. But of course, we always end off with that caveat that maybe... Okay, let's try to continue. It says Roshim Shem that we have to be careful of something whenever we come to Davin. And that is a line that he quotes to Gemara in Brachis, which is, Are you a friend of Hashem's? As we quoted yesterday or the day before from Mucheni Amagel, there are certain ways you just can't talk to Hashem. And you can't talk to Hashem in a certain manner. So when we're coming to Davin, and maybe if you're coming to besiege and beg and push and push, but it could come to the point that we might cross that line. We may cross the line that instead of just davening, instead of just beseeching, we may lose that cognizance that we're talking to the Creator, we're talking to God. We can't say, you must. You know, sometimes a child will turn to a parent and talk that way. You need to do this. And the parent might tell the kid, you can't talk that way. So we, in a similar vein, have to realize we can't talk to Hashem that way. And Rapinkas concludes this section with contrasting the tefillah of Moshe Rabbeinu and Menashe. Now Menashe did incredible tshuva. And when Menashe did tshuva, his tefillah was accepted. So Rapinkas introduces and says, I can't really be one to question Menashe's tefillah. Why can't I question it? Because Hashem accepted his tefillah. But if we look at the way that Menashe davened, we look, and we look at the way that Moshe Rabbeinu davened, we see a stark contrast. The Menashe davens to Hashem, a tefillah naira, until it says it was chatar, it dug out from under the Kisei HaKavayim. An entrance was made into Shemayim from Menashe, which didn't exist. And of course, this is an incredible precursor for tshuva. No one could have been worse than Menashe, Melech Menashe, the terrible Averis that he did, and yet... When he came back to Hashem with absolute sincerity, Hashem went and dug a path for him under the Kisei HaKavid. But what was the tefillah of Menashe? The tefillah of Menashe was, Im ya'anini mutav. Hashem, if you answer me, great. Vim lav kol shavin. Then all avenues are equal, meaning, then he's saying that the tefillah to Hashem is kaviyachal, the same as his prayers to his idols. Now that line, that's a disgusting line. You talk to Hashem that way? Yet on the other hand, how did Moshe Rabbeinu Davin? Moshe Rabbeinu Davin, 515 tefillah And yet, what did Moshe Rabbeinu conclude? He concluded, Hatsur tamim pa'alai. That Lama'isa Hashem, if you don't answer me, your ways are perfect. So Hashem Shepinkis concludes that of course we should daven and daven and beseech and the limitless end, there's no end to whatever Hashem could give us. But we just have to remember that there's an appropriate way to daven. And maybe sometimes we'll even get what we want. But it's not through the appropriate avenues. When we come to daven and we realize and we remember the eights that he taught us, that we daven with the caveat that Hashem, you know what's best. And we could beseech and we could cry and we could plead and we could push. But we have to also ultimately remember that Hashem is not our friend. We might be able to have the schos 
to say, Baruch Atata Hashem. He allows us to approach Him in the first person. He allows us to talk to Him and converse with Him like a friend. But the ultimate kavod is always necessary.